the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. I welcome We're going up around the bend. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live from the farm. We are live from the bunkhouse. And I guess TJ is he's twisting wires. What he needs is he's he's at the farm at his farm and what he needs is road rash over there twisting wires to get things uh figured out. Maybe some of that famous road rash foil he looks frozen in time right now he does <laughs> oh, <gasps> but he can hear <laughs> yeah oh, he oh there he is me, but it's not i'm not ready yet oh well you're we'll... not ready yet can can uh you hear yourself in your headset the button right there on the back side reach around your microphone <laughs> did you flip it oh oh nope 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 there it is there it is there that's there a good is. one man there she is all right. Sounding good. Well, right, well, and TJ is back. He's here. Oompa loompa doopity doo. I'm I'm woke too. Oh. I'm woke. Yikes. I you woke, woke it like I woke, you woke it like, up. I woke it like yeah, <laughs> I woke at like six. So I'm woke and uh had a piece of bacon, put out my American flag, and uh put my guns in my <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have one of those shows. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, some man. clients that and are uh, listening for the now. first time, and this is how the show's going to start. <laughs> this is great. Hey, I have got, I have got. An, Welcome to the woke zone. <clears throat> Speaking of, it, so last week or TJ, do you remember I updated you on the? I am no longer the scourge of the HOA. Um, you know, there has been some a development where a, somebody else is more scourgy. Yeah, so the neighbors put a goat in their yard. All right. Oh, yeah. I told you, bring me that goat. <laughs> you know what happened? So I get a call from the president of the HOA yesterday. Do you know what's going on next door? And I said, well, not really. 
It's a joke. And and uh, anyways, the the whole conversation went around. They go, you know, uh, I said, well, we can't have livestock, can we? Because I'd like to have some chickens. I like to have some pigs. I like to, you, you know, start chickens. raising that. And he uh, chickens are not livestock, dude. Okay, well, well, all kinds of animals. Ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, wildlife show. Anyways, he goes, well, they're claiming that that goat is a uh, no. An emotional support animal, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they got they got a letter from a doctor up in uh, Kansas. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. That and so I thought so you, good. of all people, they they were like, "Can you go next door and uh, talk to them about you know ranches and places that we can deposit?" Um, they go, "It's kind of hard to imagine a an emotional support animal that's outside all the time." Because don't they usually fly with you, you know, on a plane? Oh, or yeah, they do everything. Or they got them on there on your lap, and you know, you're taking your your support goat with you on a on a commercial flight into your into your safe closet where you can sit and right. Cry. Man, we went so uh, I might as well keep talking. <laughs> He's looking uh, at us like. Like, where oh, are we going man. with this, you know? Well, man, Cody, I'm gone for two weeks, and this and, is where we And it's we Goat Talk. Up. Goat Talk on the Outdoor Zone. Two weeks. Welcome. And it's I go to, live. and yesterday we went to How Mason. How long it takes a company to crash. To, we two went days. to the so, deer lease yesterday, and we indoctrinated three new hunters. There haven't been new hunters in, what, eight years since we got there. Well, who got the spots? What do you mean? I can't you tell you. They're there secret. They're secret spots. One guy, you, you won't believe, two guys came from Houston. Hey, well, from, I guess that answers that for you there, TJ. Humble, humble. Yeah, I guess y'all aren't invited. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, we, sorry. It was, it was part of our, let me scratch it. Hold on. I'm going to scratch it off my whiteboard of things to do this week. Pay deposit for deer lease. Yeah, uh, I got to, I guess I'll scratch off here. Fill out application, send it in. Oh, Billy! Yeah. Billy Burr was laughing because I was up there at the top of the of the hill, and I'm like, "So this is the end of the day. So what can we do to put you in this deer lease today?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> we are working the timeshare I deal. Hope they're paying a little bit more than you, senior you, level guys. You know, there is a seniority level discount. Don't say that. We were talking about trying to finagle our way in there yeah really oh i know but we're family so that doesn't oh we got the family and cousin well, i guess now somebody's gonna have to die off <laughs> yeah to that, that, that probably is true yeah i don't know those guys yeah. have to drive four hours to uh from humble Something that's why you wanted that? them that's, that's why you wanted thing. them yeah once a month baby because that's you know it. they're gonna come once a season they're gonna come the week of opening deer season they're gonna you know party drink no, we don't do that over there. We're not that kind of lease, man. Oh, please. Come you on. don't even know these guys. They're just some guys from the Austin Chronicle. TJ's jealous. No, no, no. You can hear it in his voice. to the ad hey, in the Austin Chronicle. You don't, you, don't even, you don't even know who they are. They're probably hideous. You know who they It's <laughs> yeah. a cousin. They're really it's, stupid and ugly. It's Jeff's cousin. <laughs> the one that left, uh, got off the lease because uh -huh. of his property. It's his cousin and then his, I think, youth, youth pastor or minister. So, oh, ha! yeah, right. Yeah, well, they probably have dumb shoes. So, <laughs> I like that. Pleather. They wear pleather. But it was just seeing, it was kind of fun watching them negotiate for different spots 
as you walked around, it's like, hey, I want this one. And uh, Roland, who went out there, that you know Roland from KOZ? He's on the lease. And he goes, you think if I lick the, the ladder or the door handle that it's mine? And I, <laughs> how do you claim that? You know what I'm saying? You got a bunch of new guys, and do you pull out of a lottery system? Do you? I'll tell you what, there's one guy on my dear lease. It's a small one, but there's just one guy. I think your wife runs it. <laughs> I think your wife runs it, and you just happen to participate. And it ain't me. It's hey, his son-in-law. My wife doesn't run anything. I say, you make me a sandwich, and she goes and makes me a sandwich. Okay, daughter. Sandra, we uh, there yeah. you go. You notice how he, you notice <laughs> he how he whispered quiet. that. <laughs> He's like, I don't. She can hear me in the background. All right, hey, so welcome to the Outdoor Zone. It is the uh, number one rated outdoor show and radio, and uh, and uh, and it is uh, recorded live here on Sunday morning, seven to nine theoutdoorzone.com and in the bunkhouse and you can listen to us 24 7 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms because beefsteak post it immediately following the show i get a bonus for that right yes you do okay and got that bonus in a while no not it'll not last week i was up at the southern baptist convention man i was spreading the word winter is over is winter over for real or what no. I got sprouts on all my trees. Hey, I was that told I was told there's one more season of cold. Uh, I'm showing that it's going to freeze at the next, end of the week. Next weekend, you're going to have another cold snap. Could be freezing. So yeah. don't don't, don't I've, plant those I've blueberries. Seen it get really cold in March before around here. So that's okay. That's I tell you what, go outside and enjoy it because pretty soon you're going to walk outside and it's going to immediately you'll start sweating. Your skin will <laughs> melt off. Yeah, we were talking about get everything you can done. Write a list and do it now before, uh, you know, before May. Write a list <laughs> and get it done. No, I'm serious. You know how the weather changes. I mean, it's nice to go out and do stuff, hard work now, but, man, you get into that heat zone and uh, it just steak. makes it tougher. Yeah. Put this on your list. I got two things. I got a truck I need fixed i can't figure out and i got a tractor that's stuck in the woods right now oh man both will cost you but i love challenges like that yeah so uh it take about an hour you'd be here about 10 30 you know i once once made a joke about you cody and i said cody's so tight <laughs> he uses he uses uh both sides of the toilet paper that's how cheap he is so i don't know how much you're gonna pay uh, uh i don't know uh, Okay. We can okay. we can well, discuss folks, it we when sure you're enjoyed out here. beefsteak being on the show these last few years and uh <laughs> we're, we're, we're done. It's over. Hey, what Anything you, got going you on want in the background back there. You got like wrestling going on in the background. Oh, oh yeah. You know, you got no, slim TVs gym. and and it used to be funny when we'd all be in the bunkhouse together. Now we're at at the farms and beefsteaks in the and uh road rasher in the bunkhouse. We'd have to turn off the TVs in the bunkhouse because TJ would get distracted. Well, I would too, but well, now the TV was on, and it's like an it's like an hour away at the bunkhouse. The TV's on, and TJ's still distracted. He's like, TV. "Ooh, shiny object! Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh! There it goes, squirrel!" Hey, this hour, uh, this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends over at McBride's Guns. Um, you know, I, I McBride one time uh, not long ago, a friend of mine, uh, his grandpa passed away and he had a bunch of guns and we took them all over to McBride's and they 
let us know what the value of them was and they uh, bought a bunch of them to sell you can get a um, you can get a used firearm there you can order one that you've just had your eye on for a while mcbride's guns family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer they have a gunsmith on staff right there to help you uh with any problems you might have with your firearms uh, they're in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com because McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. I see everybody is wearing their official KOZ hats. Thank yeah. you very much, gentlemen. Mine's got America on it. See America. that? America. Well, hey, we'll be back right after this with some fishing information. Cody's just getting back from... Uh, the tour and want to hear about that want to hear his thoughts too on that 16 pound 17 pound bass back to back yeah there's a bunch of being caught it doesn't mean anything the Bassmaster classics going on right now the final day come on yeah it's only the biggest thing in bass fishing i want to know what's going on at the classic hey it's all one place live in the bunkhouse sunday morning seven to nine right here or 247365 at the outdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back, folks. Hey, for the best Ram Truck Month savings without sticker scam at other dealerships, come see Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Don't be fooled by some dealers' dealership advertisements that show you a lower price and put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or car or dealer add-ons. Aftermarket options are available to you and will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without the aforementioned consent. The Nile Maxwell Supercenter sells more of the most award-winning lineup of vehicles from FCA, that surge in J.D. Power's initial quality study that named Ram the number one brand in America. You have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal, and we'll beat it during Nile Maxwell's Ram Truck Month, 620 and 183, or online at com. Bassmaster Classic going on, and Ugh. if you don't know what the Bassmaster Classic is, let's just say it's the number one largest tournament of all of fishing, in my opinion. The Bassmaster Classic, doesn't matter what species, everyone that has ever paid any attention to fishing has heard of the Bassmaster Classic. Going on to Lake Hartwell right now. I'll actually be there in a few weeks with the NPFL for our event number two. But kind of an interesting uh, way to start the final day of the Classic today. We got a tie for first place going into the final day. And How does uh, that happen? I don't know that it's ever happened. It'll be interesting to kind of listen and watch today and kind of see how many times that's happened as we as I watch live and log off of here and watch live. (laughs) But uh, Jason Christie out of Oklahoma, we've heard the name. 
we've seen him. He's made millions of dollars tournament fishing over the last several years. Led the same Bassmaster Classic going into the final day on Lake Hartwell. The last time they were here, he was leading going into the final day. And now he's tied for first place going into the final day. He fell apart and lost it last time they were here. Uh, and I say fell apart because he'd stuck to his guns and held strong to how he had been catching them and just did not catch them that last day. The fish had kind of moved, kind of changed, and he did not change with them. And, uh, and so he did not win the classic, but he led it for the first two days. Now he's leading going into the final day. And, uh, so it's just, it'll be, it'll be really interesting to watch Kyle Welcher. Another name that, uh, has probably, you may or may not have heard the professional gambler that has gotten into bass fishing the last couple of years and made huge waves in the bass fishing world for being so consistent, catching giant bass. Uh, he's the other one tied with Jason Christie, uh, going into the final days, Brian knew he's won a tournament. I mean, uh, a great dude, Lee Livesey, a guy from Lake Fork, a guide, a former guide on Lake Fork, uh, from the Lake Fork area sitting in fourth place. So a lot of big, uh, so are these a lot of big storylines. Elite? The elites. Is that how they got yeah. there? All, yes. four, all yeah. those guys fishing. Yeah. Elite? Yeah, a lot of big storylines with really anybody that uh, is fishing today. Gerald Swindle sitting in 16th place, but he's only six pounds, less than six pounds, five and a half pounds behind uh, the lead, you know, and we all know that that's one big fish. He catches 20 pounds today, and he's right there in the winning weight. So um, Scott Martin, the same thing. You know, Scott Martin's had this goal, this plan to come back and and uh, and win the Bassmaster Classic, something his father had never done. The mo Roland Martin, one of the most winningest anglers of all time, most famous, and one of the most famous, legendary anglers of all time, never won the Bassmaster Classic. I did that's, not know that. That's one statue he has never won, and so Scott Martin now qualified for the Bassmaster Elite Series, is qualified, and then qualified for the Classic. I think he was the last one, last man in to qualify for the Classic. Uh, got in by uh, somebody else double qualifying. One of those kind of deals where, I mean, he just slipped in because somebody else qualified and opened up that spot. So, uh, slid in there and, and he's fishing today for the, you know, 30 pounds, 36 is leading. So he's only six pounds out of it, you know, so he's got a shot. Really anybody in the top 25 fishing today, got a real shot at winning the Bassmaster classic. We've seen it year after year after year where this mega bag comes in on the final day to win the classic. We've seen it and it just seems to happen. And I don't you know, know how. Stuff. And, and just like you were saying for, for a, somebody to, not find their fish on that last day it happens all the time oh yeah Somebody. yeah 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 the final day like i've said the last several bassmaster classics that i can remember that final day somebody brings in some mega bag some giant bag of fish 
and that's what wins the Bassmaster Classic. So it'll be interesting to see and watch today and see if somebody can pull off the, the old mega bag. I, you know, of course, would still like to see Jason Christie come back and, and win a classic as, you know, he's been so close so many times. Uh, and for him to come back and kind of redeem himself from the last one that he let slip through his hands when he was leading. Uh, so it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be a good time. You can watch it Bassmaster.com, Bassmaster Live. It comes on immediately following this, uh, the air of this show. Uh, <laughs> they have and, postponed it until. Yes, until after the outdoor zone's over with. Um, so check that out. It's, uh, it's interesting. Hey, um, this, these bass, everybody's talking about these 17 yeah, pound the bass. What all of a sudden, and OH Ivy of all places too. God, OH Ivy has been pumping out giants for years. Here's what know, happened. But golly. Last year, last year, there's some YouTubers that went down there and caught some giant bass on the YouTubes and, uh, and now that lake you can't go to on a Tuesday without there being over a hundred boats in the parking lot. <laughs> so it's, uh, that lake is just getting absolutely hammered. Yes. There's big fish coming out of it. The Cheryl Lunker program, Texas parks and wildlife has now stopped accepting entries for bass over 13 pounds where they would originally accept that fish take it to their facility breed it and then bring it back to the lake they're not accepting anymore from ohiv i think it's too far it's too hard on the fish the fatality rate has to be high when you're traveling that far with those large old old fish you know those fish aren't young young bucks anymore those are old female bass and uh i I think it was a smart decision. So now they're having to release them. I think it was a. I think it was the best decision for. Can somebody keep for the one? fishery? What if somebody wanted to just keep it and mount it? Yeah, they could, but you don't have to do that anymore. They're going to give you a replica if you catch one thirteen pounds or over. The state of Texas is going to give you a replica. They'll still do that. They'll still do that. They just yeah. don't take them. But they want yeah. you to send a uh, scale, right? Uh, I'm not sure at all. I'm sure just call them and they'll walk you through it. Mm. First, you got to catch a bass over 13 pounds. So, Mm -hmm. uh, do that and then worry about it. But, uh, no, I think it's, I think it's the big fish fishery right now. I saw something yesterday, um, TJ, that I was going to mention that to you that I thought was, um, sad in a way, but I, I don't think it's anything that we haven't seen is that Lake Falcon's so far down, it's only 24% full right now. So I knew you were going to say Falcon. Yeah, you watch, uh, it's, it's the lowest it's been in over 20 years. And, uh, Mm. like you'll drive over the bridge in Zapata and you cannot see water anywhere, like any direction. Like it's all the way out of that Creek and way out. What are they just, what are they soak sucking it out of there? Or is it just drought? Yeah, a lot of it's got to do with drought. A lot of it's got so much water this year and last year. Well, where your new farm is, is in a whole nother realm of the reality. Let me just tell you, because I've been, you know, I've lived out here for a couple of years now and it blows me away how much more rain just, 
you know, well, an know, hour but, this direction gets. But a lot of the a lot of the people that I've talked to, a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of people have said, yeah, it's we've had a lot of rain. I don't, I don't remember this being like this massive uh, drought this season. And and I know there's controversy as well on Lake Falcon as to. Um, uh, does Mexico draw more water out of there? Are they drawing mm-hmm. more water out of there? What's the, the <clears throat> problems with it? What's going on with it? So, I, I, but it's it's really been one of those lakes where it'll draw down. It'll yeah. be this incredibly low, horribly low thing. All and the then vegetation all of a sudden, grows up, and in and three then it years, comes back and it'll man, be the best fishing lake in the country. Three years right. after the water comes back, come on. So when I'm that when that happens, you know, if you're going to go to uh, Ivy or you're going to go to Lake Falcon, you need to take yes. your vehicle to Sun Automotive first. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. For all your new car Warranty needs Sun Auto can help. Their mechanics can service all new car and the top-of-the-line ASE certified technicians are on staff. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and now Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road and 620 North. Visit them on sunautoservice.com. All right, coming up next, we've got the rest of the show, including Game Warden Field Notes, News of the Weird up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365, at theoutdoorzone.com. and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You are the regulators. The reason we get up and do this show live, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, and why we record it and share it on all the podcast platforms out there. Just look for the Outdoor Zone, and it should pop right up. Uh, hey, we want to make sure you know today brunch at Shore Raw Bar and Grill is going to kill it. They have a special brunch today. They have lobster, fresh lobster. I know Beef loves lobster. <laughs> he loves it so much he can't eat it anymore. And they've got, uh, they fly all their uh, lobster, all their fish, all their oysters in fresh every week, hand pick them. And this week they are showing off their lobster. And, uh, man, want to encourage you. It's a great place, and it's nice day out today. It'd be a great day to sit outside on that patio, pet-friendly patio. They got a live music uh, showcase for uh, brunch, and then they have music again tonight. It's Shore Raw Bar and Grill, hottest new restaurant in Austin. Go visit our friends Jim uh, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider at Shore Raw Barn Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill. 
The Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com for details, and Facebook, shoreatx.com. For all the information, go get you some of that. Sure. I wish I could play saxophone. Now it's time for this week's news of the weird. Yeah, well, uh, the weird. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, um, we talk about all the places around the country around the world where they go against science and it starts to and science the animals and the and the vegetation start taking over and things go sideways well california is probably the model of what not to do in your state county area on your uh 0.26 0.26 acres at home where your house is whatever california is doing don't do that um residents of california of a california city were warned of an unusual danger when a mount lion took a daylight tour of the neighborhood before settling in to relax on the porch of a home the mount lion was spotted early monday wandering near country club lane and mill street in selma Police said a caller initially insisted there was a tiger on the loose in the area, (laughs) but a video captured by a resident identified the animal as a mountain lion. A tiger. (laughs) A Tasmanian. The original call did come out as they believed it was a tiger, and they were adamant it was a tiger. Uh, (laughs) Selma Police Commander Renee Garza told the news uh the feline wandered through yards for several hours before climbing onto the front porch of a home california department of fish and wildlife tranquilized the cougar when it trapped itself in a residential courtyard the animal was taken to be examined by a veterinarian the mountain lion was later released into the wild in the king's national forest at 1.2 miles away right (laughs) yeah Cougar was later found in a yeah. local bar having a glass of white Zinfandel. <laughs> oh. Wildlife officials in India said a leopard was tranquilized and will be relocated after wandering into a city and entering an occupied home. Mm. Officials with the Marut Forest Department said the leopard was spotted Friday morning in Palvapuram area of Marut, India. The leopard then entered a home in which the family barricaded themselves in another room while awaiting assistance. Forest Department officials were able to ensnare the leopard in a net, but the big cat escaped and was caught on camera running down the street alongside pedestrians. Rescuers said the leopard was tranquilized after about eight hours on the loose in the city. Officials said the animal would be relo- relocated to a habitat in Hastimpur. So, and, and, and so I'm thinking this is pretty common. Uh, I know that the cats in India are well known for eating people <laughs> and mountain lions are getting, you know, to be a real deal, a real hazard for, uh, there was a, a video I saw of a guy riding a bike and attacked by a cat. And, and those are becoming more common. Of course, 
everything's on video nowadays. You capture everything on video. Um, Colorado wildlife officials responded to a house in Boulder at which the homeowner's dog found a mountain lion hiding outside. Colorado Parks and Wildlife said the homeowner went to investigate about 7.30 a.m. Sunday when the family's dog alerted them to something underneath the porch. The homeowner had expected to find a raccoon, but ended up calling authorities when they shined a flashlight under the porch and spotted a mountain lion. Wildlife officials tranquilized the animal and relocated it to an uninhabited area in the southwest Larimer County. One factor we look at is re in at is location when we get cats that come into town. This one was pretty far east in Boulder in a populated area and not a good situation to have a big predator like that close to so many people. It's better for the people and cats to try to move for the for us to try to move it. Relocation was our best approach in this case. So they don't always kill them, but I had some stories this week where they just went ahead and just nuked them. Depends if they're actively, uh, you know, Well, if they causing... keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some uh, a lot of bears right now are just getting coming awake, and you'll start hearing, seeing a lot of bear. Well, we'll see them. I don't know if they're regular. You know, the, the uh, Mr. Tommy that I spent time with. A lot with, of bears out right now. He said that um, up in Colorado they go on that elk hunt every year. And there's so many black bears now that they're they're kind of almost giving tags away, and people on their hunt are putting in for uh, a couple tags for black for uh, black bear that they can shoot. Absolutely, I always bought a black bear tag. Always. He said it's overpopulated. They're they're having a big overrun right now up there. What so. you need to watch out for here in the South and in our in Texas specifically, snakes they out Are they, i got bit you? by a snake the other day what yeah so i'm walking down by the pond and uh the grass is all low from the winter you know winter grass is all low and and dry and brown and yeah and, and so i'm not thinking much of it but i did have the thought i need to i need to watch out because snakes it's warm out snakes are done with their little hibernation station so they're going to be out and i just started thinking about that and i felt something under my foot as i was standing next to the pond i felt something move under my foot so i kind of oh yeah you know, kind of it, it, it all happened so fast i jumped felt something slap the back of my heel of my shoe and then slither off super fast thank god i saw the bright green stripe down the back and knew that it was just a, you know, whatever, garden snake, grass snake, whatever they're called. Uh, otherwise, I would have been a little more paranoid, but yeah. I've been wearing spun snake around. boots. I stepped on, yeah. the, stepped on the back end of it, I think. It spun around and bit the back of my heel and took off. So, thank God it wasn't a different species. Well, what about snake wow. boots, man? I, I started wearing them out at the deer lease. I got a nice pair for when we went down to Mexico hunting, and I've been, they're comfortable. I'm just wearing them. Yeah, you got to, yeah. But you don't think about it on your own Not home place, right. you know. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just going to walk out to the barn, or I'm just going to walk over here. And but that's when it enough, happens, I guess. Weirdly enough, 
I've seen the biggest snakes at our new place inside the barn. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Well, they Mrs. like to come inside and Yeah, they're going to start us. moving outside, chasing them micey mice. And that's the other thing, too. Get rid of the mice around your house. Well, and I don't... Fresh and I, see, I'm, not a, I'm not a kill every snake guy. I'm, if it's a big rat snake, I'm like, okay. No, but get, they won't be around your house if you don't have mice in it. You know what I mean? They go around somewhere it. else. Oh, oh. Okay. They go hunting. I'm saying get rid of the mice around the immediate homestead. And then the snakes will stay out there where the mice go. They'll go to Cody's farm around them. That's what the I'm pond. working on anyway. I'm thinking if I just cut them off at the food source. Well, you're going to have to get them out of your wife's car, too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Apparently a whole other thing. Mrs. Graney is thinking that she's got one in her car or something like that. Oh, and so your brother, John Michael, goes to pop his hood. He lives in the city. In an apartment complex, he goes to pop the hood to do something under his car, and looking at him square in the face is a 16-inch rat, 12-inch <laughs> rat, some giant <laughs> rat looking at him. Well, oh my gosh, Mrs. Graney heard the comment about. I just got. Oh no, you were. She's kidding. She's he. You're, yeah, you were it didn't really happen. It's it hey, was a pet. You need to go get in your Nile Maxwell GMC. Where the price you see is the price you'll pay, it is the time to buy at Nile Maxwell GMC. Uh, Another term you'll see uh, other dealerships use is market adjustment pricing. What that means is more profit for the dealership, so don't fall for it. Aftermarket options will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without being mentioned Truckloads of new 2022 GMC showing up every day during truck month at NileMaxwellGMC.com. But the best way you can see their inventory before they're gone, go visit our friends, professional great experts who will take first class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle, just the beginning of the relationship, not the end. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock or online, NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. And as always, You'll have Niles' personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal, and they'll beat it. NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. All right. Coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes, conversation, and more. It's with you and us, the regulators and the base bunkhouse crew, right here live Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365, TheOutdoorZone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue. And Blue Collar. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the Buckhouse. I'm TJ Granny with Cody Ryan, Be Thick, and Road Rash. Sitting around the campfire, the old pot belly stove, having a conversation. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true 
Game Warden Field Notes. So this week a little bit different, but uh, I thought it was worth bringing up if you have somebody that may be interested in the Game Warden program here in the state of Texas. Game Warden's accepting applications for summer for paid summer internships. Would this not be a dream for a young man, young girl oh, yeah. that love the outdoors and want to be involved in the I mean just to see if the game warden path is direction they truly want to go well Texas. and and also if you really are interested in the game warden game you want to be a game warden everything you do like that is a check on the yes this is a good potential candidate to yep. be a game warden Abs- absolutely gotta have that stuff on your side Not easy to get in. Texas game wardens are accepting applications for summer internships across the state of Texas. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Department encourages college students of all backgrounds and fields of study to apply for these 12 available openings. This is a great opportunity for individuals who are curious about conservation, law enforcement, and interested in a higher level of community engagement, said Lieutenant Rachel Kellner, Texas Game Warden Program Coordinator, we provide college students with a realistic view of the Game Warden's day-to-day activities, including time spent on patrol. That's the cool part, right? Oh, dude. Uh, uh, while in I, end- I, yeah. Uh, so, I, uh, I know my Game Wardens. I've got to know them in uh, my little area. I want to know my Game Wardens. I like knowing my Game It's like knowing your sheriff, you know, and... Uh, and that there's a little old backcountry road that has stuff thrown on it, out on it on occasion, you know, carcasses of deer and, and stuff like that. And so I'm always kind of tr- keeping track of it. Cause Patrolling. He's looking, yeah, his patrol yeah, area. He's looking for poachers and stuff. And I'm just kind of like a, a citizen reporter. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much a game warden without the badge. With the de- you deputize. Um, we'll deputize you right now. In my area, in my two blocks, uh, in 10 acre uh, but there was a bunch of crappie that were filleted and then all the carcasses were thrown out on the road really hmm. yeah and so i took a picture of it and i sent it to him i said probably don't don't know but uh you know just want you to know what's going on around here and he logs it in and uh, offered him some game cameras too apparently they don't have a access to a bunch of game cameras and stuff that they need over there and i'm what i'm like dude i know i know but i told him i said i'm i'm willing to donate game cams i mean good ones i'll i'll give you good game cams so i don't know don't leave your card in it no he's don't got leave a... your own card in it he'll be like well <laughs> tj no. these uh yeah i have to write you a ticket for uh no, i'm kidding and i would say i caught yes, you sir. on your own game camera Yes, sir. Uh, peeing right next to uh, <laughs> a dead deer out of season. Yeah. I thought this no, was interesting, no. too. Um, a book authored by a retired game warden selling out there. I mean, the, the book is selling out right now and not something I've read yet, but something we need to add to our reading list for sure. Uh, we're, we were wardens together. Written by Don Cote, 
the island's favorite game warden turned author, um, apparently has just about sold out of the initial run of his books. The 92 year old says his books, uh, says the book's popularity has taken him by surprise. I'm overwhelmed, said Coat. I did this for my family and friends. I've had people from Texas call and let me know, uh, uh, that let me knew that knew me when I was a warden. I didn't do this to make money. If I break even, I'll do well, but it tells a story. You can find the book, um, at Sherman's bookstore in Bar Harbor and Carol's drugstore in Southwest Harbor. (laughs) Don't go to Amazon. (laughs) Right. Uh Don is already planning another printing, uh, as 80 of these 150 books going out today are already spoken for. So remember selling that hundreds of copies. So good for him, dude. That's awesome. Man, I love that. And I'll tell you what, for, uh, for an old guy to write a book for his family, which is what he was doing. Right. And for people to want to read it. That's in it. And it's probably good. I mean, who's that guy, that game warden that's on a uh, meat eater podcast every once in a while that, uh, he tells those incredible stories of yeah. near death, big game, oh my big game gosh. stuff. Yep. And he's got oh, they did like a podcast with like twenty near death stories or something. And instead of writing a book, they did this series of podcasts with guys like that, and they and you know published those stories on in audio. Anyway, it was a really cool, and I've. I've really enjoyed listening to that old retired game warden. Is that the one that Speaking found? Yeah, they had the one. They had the one where the guy. Uh, he said they caught the guy, the poacher, and the poacher had said something like, "If he took one more step, I was yeah. going to squeeze the trigger." He was yep. hiding in the brush, you know. And the and game was... warden happened to turn around, you know, at that moment and uh, and walk away. And and really, he kind of references God. But he doesn't clearly reference, you know, like I heard or felt like I needed to just turn around or something like that on a couple of different in, in that, and that poacher had him in his sights. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the big Texas poacher too. The one that worked at a taxidermy place and, uh, went out in South Texas and, uh, got all those deer over all those years. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. That story was that was whack. He so break last, into the high fence places and mm-hmm. kill deer. I've had this Bluetooth speaker system on my bass boat for, you know, the last couple of years and I've just not utilized it. But last week I was in Kentucky fishing the national professional fishing league event. Uh, and during practice it was, I mean, fishing was miserable. I mean, it just was. The lake that we were on can be absolutely awesome, but it wasn't when we were there. It was cold, miserable. But I utilized the speaker system on my bass boat and had podcasts running uh, during practice, and it was nice. It was a nice change. I'm going to utilize that more often. It's like having somebody on the boat with you, you know? Was it like... uh, They don't talk back. Was it like uh, positive in influencing verbs. I just like, list all different kinds, but I did listen to one episode. I like of myself. Here. I like myself. 
You can you, do this. You, you can, can do this. Cody, you can always call me. Good. You can always call hey, me and we'll talk. Store, farmranchstore.com. No matter if you own 10 acres or 10,000, you need to know farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. Cody will tell you that. I'm experiencing it now, too. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, fencing feeders, and rodeo arenas, you want the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Our suppliers and products come from the leading suppliers, Prefer, Powder River, WW Manufacturers. That's where FarmRanchStore.com gets their gear. The products are met with superior standards of safety and reliability, which means you can feel confident that you're getting the very best for both your animals and your farmer ranch. FarmRanchStore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. Coming up next, a whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor radio show based right here out of Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, live from the farm, live from the other farm. We're just all over the place, but that's how we do it here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. 